0: Hi, this is Eric Y. Chen, host of the Y Factor podcast, where I interview entrepreneurs, CEOs, and individuals on how they got started in their business. I take a deep dive to understand their journey through life, uncovering their purpose, and most importantly, discussing their whys. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started. Hey everybody, this is Eric Y-Chen of the Y Factor podcast and today I am super excited to have um, our guest star Yamaris Diaz here um, and she's all the way from Miami. So I'd love to have you introduce yourself and we can get this episode started.
1: Okay, great. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Um, So like you said, my name is Yamaris Diaz. I am in Miami, Florida, sunny Florida. Um, I'm a CPA. I have my own virtual CPA practice. That I just started very recently. It's very fresh. <laughs> Actually, last week was my first week as a full-time entrepreneur. So, um, yeah, that's that's what I do now.
0: Awesome. It's it's super wonderful, especially catching you, basically at the point of juncture within your own career and your own path, right? Like making that leap and just starting off full time. So I'm pretty sure. It's pretty scary for you, but also very liberating as well. I mean, how do you, how do you feel so far?
1: Uh, yeah, all of the above. It's, it's so scary. Anybody out there that has started their own company and has been working as an employee for a long time, I've basically been in accounting for 10 plus years. I've been an employee for 10 plus years. So making that leap and just saying, I am going to quit. I'm not going to get an income anymore. I'm not going to get a paycheck. And I'm gonna start and do this on my own, especially because I have two little kids. It's quite scary, but um, I am confident that it was the best decision, and it's I'm not looking back at all. I'm just going forward from here.
0: That is awesome. I know. So, I mean, you you and I we had just recently connected over uh, pretty much an Amazon group on on Facebook, and the topic really was about um, you know this person who was afraid to, to make the leap. Um, I, this person had posted an extensive, um, comment about him, you know, always having this entrepreneurial bug and, but he just never felt the right time or had the right things in place in order for him to make the leap and was looking for words of encouragement and people within that, um, you know, who've, who've basically done it themselves. Right. And I, I, I had commented on it and then, uh, you I believe commented later that afternoon. So when I when I read your post, it actually connected with me because uh, you you had a, a car accident um, not too long ago. I think was it a year and a half or so? Yeah,
1: June June of last
0: year. June of last year, right? And so I had my car accident in 2016. So it'd be, it's been about three years now, and it's definitely you know, influenced my life and put me on a, a trajectory of, of entrepreneurship as well. And so, you know, when I saw your post, you and I, uh, I really, you know, connected with it and in, in, in itself and that that you made the leap because, you know, you have the, you basically had this moment in your life that is basically pushing you through. And I, it seemed because it was a year and a half, you did take the necessary steps, to make sure you are in a position to be able to do so, so I'd love to hear more about um, you know what you did in terms of preparing yourself. Um, actually, before that, uh, if you want to share a little bit more about the accident, to me when I read the story, is it was, it was uh, quite intense. So um, for everybody yeah. listening out there, yeah,
1: yeah. Basically, I mean the the scariest thing for me what, with the accident was well. Well, just so you know a little bit about me, I've always had a phobia of car accidents. Every time I get in my car, I picture myself crashing or I see other people in accidents and it scares me to the core. So I always knew that that was a possibility for me just because the chances are so high whenever you get in in your car each morning. Um, But I couldn't believe it happened to me. And it actually happened right after I had dropped off my toddler at her preschool. Yeah. Just at the first light heading out of the preschool, a Volkswagen just, Hit me out of nowhere uh-huh. at the light, and I was just thankful to God that I had just dropped off my daughter and she wasn't in the car with me. Um, but what was scary is that I was pregnant with my second kid. I mean, I was um, 35 weeks pregnant when it happened. Um, so I, um, you know, they crushed me basically. I was crushed between the car and the light post, and they hit me right on my on the driver's side.
2: So yeah, right there.
1: I just thank God that I had a great car, I have a big car. I have an Acura RDX, and I think <clears> that car saved my life. If yep. so I would have had any other car, any smaller car, um, I just don't even want to think about the possibility of that happening. Um, and my baby was okay. I mean, I went to the hospital, and thankfully, you know, we heard the heartbeat, the the, the ultrasounds, and everything was good. Um, but that that did shake me up a little bit um, when I. When I was in maternity leave, obviously the three months of unpaid leave, I don't get any benefits here in in Florida. We don't have any paid leave at all, Uh which is a whole other story. But um, basically, when I was getting ready to go back to work and talking to my boss and all of that, I told them that I wanted, um, I just decided I didn't want to go back. I talked to my husband. I remember it was our anniversary lunch, November 7th. And we talked and he was like, you know what? I think it's time, like don't go back to work. That's it. Let's let's just do the do the CPA business full time. And I was like, Really? We're gonna do this and we just decided right then and there that I was gonna do it. So I called the next day and I quit and they they actually convinced me to go back part time. Yeah. So I did that. I was like, you know, it's kinda logical. Let me go back part time, <laughs> still have some money coming in while I start growing this thing. Um, And I did that for like two months. And then I was like, you know, I'm getting leads. I'm getting a lot of leads. I'm getting people that want me to do their bookkeeping. Now it's tax season. People want me to do their taxes. Mm -hmm. There is no way I can juggle everything. I can have my job. I can grow this business. I can take care of my two little kids. Still take care of my household. Yeah, It's a lot of things. So I just decided to just quit and and go at this full time.
0: Yeah. Um, And especially because the business, that ramped up a lot sooner, right? The clients were coming in. Sooner, I'm sure. I'm sure sooner rather than you had thought, right? Because the idea would be, okay, let's let me work part time with a little bit more flexible schedule, and then just get a few clients and see how things go, right?
1: Yeah, honestly, I just had two monthlies. I had two monthly clients, and that was it. Um, but now it's busy season. People start looking for accountants at the end of the year, um, and I I do have a Facebook group, and I was having people joining my group and asking me questions. And I just, I was starting to feel overwhelmed. And I was like, if I want to do this right and actually focus on growing the processes for my business, which is something that I want to do, I don't want to, I don't want to just work in my business uh, years down the line. I want to work on my business and I want to have a scalable business. Uh, So in order to do that, I decided it was important, like from now, from this moment on to start growing processes so that I can hire people to help me. And I wasn't going to be able to focus on that if I didn't have time.
0: Perfect. Yeah. I mean, it's just uh, so, so awesome to hear like just the opportunity that's coming around. And I know you and I chatted uh, uh, before about you, um, you know, being involved in, you know, the online communities as well. And especially with, you know, Amazon and e-commerce being such a big thing nowadays, you're able to get connected to people and, essentially potential clients to be able to come through and and be able to help out. Are you able to help out um, online sellers just in Florida, or you can help with uh, out-of-state folks as well?
1: Out-of-state as well. I I am virtual, so everything is, you know, everything is online and I can help people that live outside of Florida. Um, Most of the people that reach out to me and most of the people that are in my group are in Florida just because of the community down here and people that are with in other South Florida groups but I do have other people from other states
0: Um, so yeah awesome yeah and so uh, basically I mean this has allowed you to and I believe what's most important to you and why you even started this journey is definitely to spend time with your kids right Uh, to help fix that entrepreneurship bug that you had and then also take care of your kids I mean like how how has that been you know so far with you know transitioning from part-time schedule and then uh from your own cpa firm being able to work from home virtually and spend time with your kids
1: yeah honestly flexibility is is a big thing Uh, i was lucky that at at my old job i did have flexibility and they allowed me to work from home sometimes Mm -hmm. um, a couple times a week i did have that opportunity which you don't always have in in accounting or in other bigger firms um so i did have that but um to me, is it's golden. I mean, having being if I was working at my other firm during busy season, I would have had to stay working later, and I wouldn't have been able to pick up my daughter from school. Now I pick up my daughter from school every day. Um, you know, I uh, she's in preschool now; she's three years old, um, and I can do that. I can be home. I can prepare dinner. I can spend time with them. I have a five month old as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do have help because honestly. Um, in order to grow this business, I do have to focus and spend, you know, the majority of the day working on the business. Yeah. Um, so, so how I, do
0: you how do you yeah. juggle that? How do you juggle that schedule, like, with having the kids? And then even though you have the flexibility to work from home now, it's still a lot of work to do because everyone considers being a mom, <coughs> being a mom, excuse me, is a full-time job in itself, right? Yep. And so how do you, how do you juggle that?
1: It is, uh, honestly... Um, right now it's hard because I don't have my income coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it may change in the near future, but right now the way I'm, I'm working through it is that I have, I have help. I have a nanny helping me from Monday to Friday. Um, and I do prioritize that time during my day that I do have, uh, child care to work on the business. And then once I put them to bed at night, I'm still working. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm still working at sometimes at two, three in the morning. Yep. Uh, because I have, this is the time to hustle. I just started. So. That's that's what I'm doing now on defining uh, just, um, how do you say it? I'm trying to take advantage of all the hours available in my day. And and, and I do enjoy the fact that I'm not working for anybody else. So I, I take advantage and try to spend time with my kids when I do have the time to spend with them. Because that's, that's the whole goal of it. Uh-huh. I want to be able to spend time with my family, uh, spend time with them during the weekend, spend time with them when I have them here at home with me. Um, and eventually my goal is to work part-time on my business and to work less less hours so that I can be with them more during the day
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, take yeah. vacation whenever we want. And, yeah. and just, if I don't want to take them to school one day and just go to the beach, you know,
0: things like yeah. that. I, I think you, you brought up a really good point about um, really dedicating that time. And it's so important right now for you to hustle and build this up. And just because I think a lot of people or even, you know, people who, who, want to go and you know work from home and they think like once they have that flexibility then they they can kind of just relax and chill but they don't have like a very set structure or a rigid schedule so essentially you you're keeping like your work schedule almost like a like a nine to five but that nine to five is for yourself Mm -hmm. right and you're basically and you're you're sticking to this um the structure in order to keep growing the business right is that something that you learned or this is just something you, you innately like knew yourself or, you know, had, had someone like a mentor or someone tell you to, to do that? Or how did you even decide?
1: Honestly, one of my biggest inspirations is my husband. He started his Amazon business five years ago. And that's how I first uh, uh, was introduced to this industry. Yeah. I helped him do the accounting for his business. And, he is so committed to growing his business, and he is one of the most like he's just so strict with his time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He would they do have an, an an office, so he would go to his office, and he's there nine to five, and he doesn't he doesn't sacrifice that time. He's like, if there's something going on, he'll be like, no, I, I'm I'm done at at five o'clock, or no, I can't leave earlier. Like, but you have a business. What's the point of having your own business if you're not flexible if you can't do this? Yeah. Well. Honestly, he has been able to grow this so fast, and you know everyone around him is so proud of him, and I'm so proud of him. But I think the main reason why he's been able to do this is because he was strict with his time, and and um, he just didn't give excuses, and he yeah. prioritized that, and he had a schedule, and he stuck to it.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you see a lot of people nowadays, right, just because they're influenced by social media of, you know, this, the Amazon business is, or online e-commerce is the way to go if you want to work, you know, on the beach or have a flexibility schedule or only need to work two hours a day, right, on this business, and then you're good to go, right? You're going to be a six, seven-figure business owner by working two hours a day, you know, at your own leisure. But I'm sure, you know, watching your husband grow out his online business and you working with Uh, your clients right now like that's probably not the case right
1: honestly that's the angle yeah once you're um, you've grown your business and you have scaled your business and you have other people working your business and doing taking care of the day-to-day operations um, and you're just um, you know CEO of your business and you can do that because you've been smart and you've been and that's and that's your goal that's not everybody's goal some people like to still work in the day-to-day operations of their business but Uh, For me personally, that's my goal. And I know that's my husband's, my husband's goal as well. Eventually, yeah, you will be able to work from the beach and just answer Mm -hmm. a few emails and and just put out fires when you need to. Yeah. Uh, But when you're growing out this thing and you're growing your business in the first few years, that's obviously not the case. And I just think the, uh, the more time you commit right now in the early stages and the, the more structure that you have, the higher chances you have of actually, uh, reaching that goal down Mm -hmm. the line.
0: So what would you say, I mean, based on your experience or based on seeing your husband's um, business, you know, starting out from five years ago, like you talk about, you know, setting up that structure and putting in the time now early on in order to build out this infrastructure to support the lifestyle that you want. Like how, how long do you think that should take or how long do you think it would take? And especially for people who are, you know, right now in the grind of things but still not seeing the end of the you know the tunnel and they're just still so struggling they're like oh it's like this is not happening as soon as i want or as fast as i thought it would like what what would you say to that
1: i mean it just it depends so much on the type of business that you have and even the way that you are operating your business like when it comes to amazon there's different types of business models, right? Which um, I'm sure you're familiar. There's you know people that have private label that they're selling their own branded products. There's people that are doing retail arbitrage. They, they you know the only way they make money is they go physically. They have to go to a store, get deals, buy products, and then sell them on Amazon cheaper. Uh, I mean, sorry, um, at a markup. Um, so it just depends on how you're going to scale your business um, to see how you know how long it's going to take you. Um, a lot of Amazon sellers just want to, um, sell their business. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, in a few years, what I have seen is start at least three to five years, I would say, Mm -hmm. um, for an Amazon seller. For my, for my business, um, I don't know. I'm starting out now. Yeah. Um, my goal is, you know, three to five years that it's, that I've definitely grown this, um, this business more where my, where I have a lot more flexibility with my time. Um, but you know you'll we'll have to catch up in a, in a couple of years to exactly
0: yeah not even that long i I plan to you know be able to revisit a lot of the guest speakers I've had early on and, and kind of see where they they are in terms of their journey and and seeing mm-hmm. that progress I mean i I don't know if you watch shark tank or not but yeah um, I love shark Tank. I, I love that show and they this this season their 10-year season they go back and talk about the the, you know, the people, the guests who've come on like 10 years ago, and they always do the look back, right? And it's always crazy to to see like, you know, how much they've grown ever since and how how these sharks have been able to help grow their businesses as as well. So I
1: want to see that. Yeah, there's some people that have major drive and they grow their business in a year. They're making a million dollars in a year. Yeah. It just depends on their drive and the resources that they have and how fast they can grow it.
0: Yeah. What would you say is your driver?
1: I mean, definitely my kids. Uh, Now that I have two kids, like your priorities definitely change. Yeah. I really have kids. You have kids?
0: Uh, No, I very, very, very solo, uh, solo bachelor type thing. Yeah. So definitely (laughs) lifestyle is a little different.
1: Yeah, no, I mean definitely when they say that you have kids when you have kids your priorities change and your life changes. It's it cannot be further from the truth. Um, I had one one I had my daughter and it was it was life changing and it was challenging, but it was just one. <laughs> now I have two and things are just uh, you know, double the fun.
2: <laughs> so uh
1: just you know, they're definitely my driver. Being able to spend time with them now when they're little and later down the line when they're in school and I see other parents struggling um, with their time when they have their nine to fives and having to have that sit down to help them with their homework mm-hmm. um, or maybe not having enough money to go on vacation and, and kids need that and families need that. So to me, I'm just thinking about the future and the kind of life that I want to provide for them mm-hmm. because um, my parents were not able to provide that uh, for us. Like we didn't go on a lot of family vacations growing up. Mm-hmm. We we are an immigrant family, actually. I'm Cuban um, Mm -hmm. and my parents just like on a whim brought us here. They were able to bring us here and they worked like three jobs at a time Mm -hmm. um, in order to make ends meet. And my mom, when she had the opportunity to become an entrepreneur, she did it. And she worked on her business and I had that inspiration from her. And I've also had that inspiration from my husband and his family. They're a family of entrepreneurs as well, always had their own businesses. So that's that I've always had that kind of bug in me. I've always had I've always seen that, and I've always said, you know, I don't know if I want to do that for me. Um, but once I started um, working uh, at a job and realizing that I didn't have the flexibility with my hours, and then after having my kids, um, I realized that that was the way to go for me.
0: Mm-hmm. And you, you actually worked at corporate before all of this too, where you started at. Even though the, the large what, uh, one of the big four accounting firms uh, to do auditing, right?
1: Yeah, I started in a big four firm. That I worked at Deloitte for a couple years mm-hmm. right out of college, uh, and I only lasted a couple years. I was a newlywed, and I was realizing that I wasn't spending any time with my new husband. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't trying time to to spend time with my family. I was also studying for my CPA at the time, so like my time was limited. And after a couple years. Of and like out during busy season, like I would get home at 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, this is not the life for me. I realized it very quickly. Um, at the end of the day, they tell you when you're at a big four, like, what's your end goal? You know, you have to stay here and make it to manager if you want to be like a CFO of a big company, or like, what do you want to do? So you have to do a lot of uh, self analyzing at that point when you don't even know what your career is going to look like, and you have to decide, where do I see myself five years from now, 10 years from now? And I told myself, I see myself doing my own thing. I definitely do not see myself being a a CFO of a big company or working for a private company um, because I I won't have a lifespan either. They still have clothing. They still have to work late. There's a lot of people that don't see their families.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I just decided that's not for me. So let me quit now. I went to a smaller firm. Uh, for a couple more years, I still didn't have the flexibility there. I finally went to an even smaller firm. Yeah. Basically, the smaller you go in in accounting firm, the more flexibility you have. Mm-hmm. Or, or that's my experience. That's been my experience. Yeah,
0: yeah. You would, yeah you would uh, assume the you'd be putting a lot more hours into smaller firms, and you kind of co in a larger larger firm. But that wasn't the case, at least you know, within your experience.
1: Definitely not the case. And you talk to anybody that has worked for a big four firm, it's a lot of hours. And it's uh-huh. like, you learn a lot. I'm very grateful uh, for that time that I have there because I learned a lot. And, um, it, it's a great firm there and they're great companies. And it, it's a great way to start your career for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I, really a big time commitment.
2: Yeah. I have
0: a lot of friends in the, uh, that went to the big four after college and then, <sighs> Pretty sure all of them have left. Um, I can't think of anyone who's stuck with it right now. And they've, but they all have gone to you know, great corporate companies and stuff. And uh, a few of them are also you know helping, doing you know side hustles and you know basically advising for you know some few small startups in terms of the finance realm. So yeah, it, it is a good experience. I mean, I even I wish I I you know worked for one of the big fours or at least in the consulting role at, at one point in time too and I have some family who who still does that as their their full time full time job. It's it's very interesting because, you know, my my background, it's very weird because I, I think half half of my family is entrepreneurial and the other half is not. A lot of people have gone through the very strict corporate route and that is like they love it and that's like that's the idea, like that's the dream. And they're so happy doing it. And this is coming from, uh, like my, my family, my parents, they immigrated over from Asia and they had started a, uh, my parents and their, uh, their siblings, they all started a, a restaurant here in the Bay area. Right. And it's like, to me, it's like, oh, that's kind of entrepreneurial in it them for themselves. But then all of their kids are like, no, 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 go to corporate, go get a job, go get a degree, right. Get a, work at, uh you know, engineering or become a doctor and and all of those, but, and then no one's ever really encouraged any of their kids to become an entrepreneur, right? They eventually sold the restaurant and, you know, all the aunts and uncles, they, you know, either they're retired or they, they do, I don't even know what they do, but um, like to me, I've always had this entrepreneurial spirit, but then it's like, it wasn't from my surroundings. Right. And you talked about like your, your parents, your family and your friends that you've, you've, put yourself with, like, they were the ones who kind of show you, like, this is a different opportunity, right? So would you say, would you say this is, like, something that you should do if people, you know, they are interested in entrepreneurship, that they have to put, like, put themselves within, you know, other like-minded individuals or for them to be exposed to that versus, like, if you stay in corporate, you're only going to know corporate, right?
1: I mean, I think a hundred percent. And I think that there are some people that are in corporate and like you said, that's what they love. Like I, I have uh, people in my life like that, that they're perfectly happy doing that. Um, even though they're surrounded with people that are entrepreneurs and, and you know, living their dream that way. Um, but I've been blessed that I've been surrounded by people and that has actually affected me and influenced me. And it's made me realize that that's the life that i want i want to be able to control my hours in my day i want to be able to just have control over my life um when you work for somebody else and when you work for a bigger company you don't have a lot of control you don't have control over your hours you mm-hmm. just don't um and i want to um live my life i don't want to live to work you know i um and yeah, I definitely to your point. Yeah, you should definitely surround yourself with other people. I have friends that are entrepreneurs that that have influenced me, um, my family, and it's been a big driver for me. Um, and just go if you don't have that in your life and you don't have family members or friends that are entrepreneurs, go online. I mean, like, there are so many communities online, like Facebook groups for entrepreneurs. Um, uh, just that's that's very motivating. Um podcasts like this one i listen to a lot of podcasts now ever since i was introduced to the world of podcasts it completely changed my mindset too because i would listen to stories from people that i could relate to i was like oh look she's a mom oh look she did it Mm -hmm. oh look it's not that hard she can she can grow a business online and still be at home with her kids it's so possible like in 2019 to grow an online business and be successful and just have it all like it really is it's just how much drive you put
0: into it yeah no that that is uh very very motivating i mean i 100 percent relate to that right and it's just the amount of drive that you have going into it and how much you how bad do you really want it right and i think you know for for you i mean just correct me if i'm wrong like at the point of you going from corporate right like you wanted to spend like that calculating or just seeing how much time you really wanted to dedicate to your kids and to building out your own essentially your financial freedom it you know you wanted that more than getting a steady paycheck um that's oh, just yeah. going to get you by from you know a corporate or working for for someone else so i definitely that's relate
2: sure.
0: yeah definitely definitely relate because
1: you mentioned Shark Tank and there's a quote that Mark Cuban once said on the show uh-huh. It has always stuck with me that it was, um, I'd rather work 80 hours on my own thing than work 40 hours for somebody else.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or it's something like, I- I'd rather work 80 hours and make zero money than work 40 hours and make $100,000. I think that was more in line with his quote.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That stuck with me. I was like, you know what? That is so true. That is so true.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, every smart business owner will at least be making some some revenue, not just zero for on on eighty oh, hours.
1: No, sure. <laughs> no, he was, you know Mark Cuban. He was exaggerating, yeah. exactly. but uh, <laughs> but it's but it's but it's because he has that mindset. He has a mindset that he will not work for anybody else. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, ever since I took the leap, it, I I don't even really keep track of the hours that I dedicate to. Um, my business because it's just, I enjoy what I do. Right. And even for me, it's like, I don't go out um, to party or go out to clubs anymore. And it's just like, I would rather be in the office because I thoroughly enjoy it right now and building mm-hmm. it out. Right? And if I am out with friends, forgive me, friends, for those who are listening, like I, half the time, if I'm spacing out is because I'm thinking about <laughs> working on the business or what's, what's there to do next. Uh, and then pretty much try to limit my alcohol consumption and then not be hung over the next day in order to, you know, work on what I was thinking of. But, you know, this is, it, it's super awesome to to hear your story and you know, understand, you know, the, what took you to get there and being able to have an infrastructure, right? I think a lot of people, um, they get motivated a lot by, you know, all of these influencers or social media to say like, take the leap or like, you know, buy my course or like quit your job and you can do it all. But you took a methodol- methodological, methodol- methodological like you know, step into doing it, right? From trans- smartly transitioning from the part-time role and then having your first two clients and then getting you in transition as you brought on more people, right? And I think a lot of people get distracted by that by, it's like, okay, I mean, I, I kind of took the, the leap, but I knew I, was, I had enough savings for me to be able to do it. Um, instead of needing to just have a, have a job and been able to invest my money, um, smartly in, in terms of sustaining myself too, as I built up the business, but everyone has to figure out their own, um, you know, financial situation and, you know, whether, whether they can take the leap or what sacrifices they have to make in order to continue chasing their dream. And I think you're just, you know, an inspiration to do so one, you know, knowing what your priorities are and then knowing how bad you're going to work towards it and basically dedicate the time to do so. And I think, you know, as you mentioned, you have like such a great um, support, uh, you know, with your family, your friends, your husband, as well as as the entrepreneurs. So it's such a, such a great journey uh, so far.
1: Yeah. I I would add to that, that it definitely is the the risk that you're willing to take. Definitely do it in a smart way. Definitely have some savings that will help you at least struggle along in the future first few couple of months depending on the type of business that you're trying to grow on how much money uh, you know how, how long do you think you need um what i would say is the most important thing is to not let fear stop you and as cliche as it sounds that people say fear is fear itself and that's what that's what was stopping me for a few years just yeah. fear of not having that steady, that steady paycheck so i would just say don't let fear stop you it was so such a huge and scary decision for me. I even cried the day that I quit. Mm-hmm. I cried to my husband. I was like, I can't believe I just quit my job. Um, but you know what? Let's let's just let the fear fuel you. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Would what, you say? And I, I mean, this is this is a question that you know you and I can relate to. And this is the you know some conversations I have or I you know mentioned to a lot of people is that. Would you say your car accident really propelled you to, to chase this or do you think it's just like timing? Because for me, the way I looked at it is my accident was and wasn't a, a huge catalyst to start this. It ended up being a huge series of events that led me to finally quit. So af- after I got into my car accident, I actually I went back to work. Um, cause I was bedridden for a while. It's like, I just want to go back to a normal life, go work at my normal job, go hang out with my friends and stuff. But then it took me about six months after, or basically a duration of six months for me to finally like really think, really assess my surroundings. Um, what was happening with like my work, my career, what my future was going to look like. So it wasn't immediate for me, right. For me to be like, Oh, I got into a life, you know altering like accident I'm gonna quit my job the next day and just go go for it it took me a long time to get there like would you say like the accident was that catalyst for you or that that was like the huge driver to make that leap that essentially the fear that you have to like you know knowing one day that you are gonna die and you didn't live the life that you wanted or you didn't get to provide for like the kids your kids the life that you wanted for them like what What does that look like?
1: Yeah, I think I think it was a big a big driver for sure. After you have a life-threatening accident or you just go through any life-threatening experience, you do have those moments where you think, um, like, what's the purpose of my life? What am I leaving behind? Um, You know, am I ready to go now? If I leave now, what's going to be my legacy? Are my kids going to be taken care of? Um, So all the questions do come to mind and. It was so funny that you mentioned six months because it's been six months since my accident <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: pretty much, and now that I'm starting this my my business and I think it was a big driver it I think it makes you question a lot of things and think about the future and um yeah would you yeah. S- would
0: you say people have to get into a life changing event in order to have that catalyst, or do you think they can? get themselves motivated enough to take the leap?
1: I mean, I hope not. I hope not everybody everybody has to get into a car accident to to get moving. I think that there's other ways to get motivated. I think if you, you have to think about how do you envision your life five years on the line, 10 years on the line, what do you see for yourself? And where you are right now, is your current path going to take you there? If your current path is not going to take you there, then you have to decide what you're going to do to change it. Yeah, it's up to you to change it.
0: That that is a good point. And I I'm mentoring uh, someone who just graduated from college last year, and they haven't really been taught to look that far ahead or really paint that future for themselves. Given that they still figure out, like you know, what does corporate look like? What is their career trajectory? Um, But just being able to plan ahead, I think a lot of um, people nowadays only you know they look to the day to day and they just don't really look that far and even see where they're going right? and so, so that's it's a really good point that you, that you brought up right is you really have to take a look and really be serious about looking 5 years from now i mean that whole cliche interview question is like where do you see yourself in 5 years i think that is a great question that shouldn't be asked by the interviewer but that's the question that you should be asking yourself and really take that seriously. So.
1: Yeah, and look at the people around you in your life and see who you want to emulate.
2: hmm
0: Yeah. Well, awesome. Do you is there anything else you would like to finish off with with the uh the audience here?
1: Um, no, I would just, uh, just go back to my point about not letting um fear stop you from mm-hmm. from going after you want. And if you've already decided that what you want is to become an entrepreneur and to have your own time. Um my husband was reading a book recently. Um, I don't remember the name right now, but one of the biggest takeaways was how the author measures time, uh, wealth, how the author, the author measures wealth. Mm-hmm. And wealth is not measured uh, by money for him. It's measured by the time that you have, the time that you can spend with your family,
2: mm-hmm.
1: wealth. Um, uh, sorry, not wealth, health, your time, um, and just how happy you are. Like yeah. he that's I think those were the three drivers of how he measures wealth. Wealth is not money. So it's about how to achieve that wealth in your life. Yeah. And you know what? I'm gonna give it a try. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you if you uh remember the book, the name of the book, um, I can put it up on the website for the listeners that's out cool. there to check out as well. Yeah, I will. So thank you so much, uh, Jean-Marie's, for taking the time to speak with me on this podcast. And, you know, for those of you that are online sellers that are on Amazon doing e-commerce, definitely check out uh, her business over at ecomal.com And she can help provide you a free consultation uh, to assess your business and see how she can help out, you know, with the business. And the great thing is that she is remote, so she's able to help out, you know, from uh, not just for people in Florida, but for people all over the country as well. So definitely check her out. Uh, but thank you so much, Marisa, uh for, for coming on to the show.
1: Thank you so much. It was really fun. Thank you.
0: Awesome. All right, you take care and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening until the very end. You can find more information about my guest on the website at yfactorpodcast.com. I'll provide any links and promo codes that were mentioned in the interview. A full transcription of the interview is also available on the website. Share with your friends and tune in next time for another episode of The Y Factor.